Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today is not just any old episode. This is a special edition, special Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday edition, uh, where we're recapping how the Cyber Five, if you will, or Turkey Five, or Black Friday, Cyber Monday, how that uh, shook out this year compared to years past. And I have some amazing guests, some very special guests that I know you'll be excited to hear from. Uh, the first is Bill Cover. He's a senior Google strategist here at OMG. He's been with us for six. Yeah, six you years. got it. Six I'm years. I'm trouble with my. I was trying to uh, see the mirroring on my. Yeah, so six years he's been with OMG, but he's been in the advertising community and e-commerce community for what an additional decade or something like that, Bill. Yeah. Give or take 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so really excited to have Bill here. So Bill's going to be sharing perspective on all things Google and all things D to C. So basically non Amazon. Uh, and then also delighted to have with us our Amazon director, the world famous Amber Norell. Amber, um, how's it going? Going good, Brad. Super excited to be here today. Now a little caveat, you guys hear my voice a lot and you may be like, you don't sound normal. And that's because I'm not. Uh, got hit pretty hard with the flu. I I'm feeling better-ish, but my voice is just a, a mess. But, you know, holiday will not wait. It's uh, it it's peak season. We got to talk about it, so we can't keep delaying this. But I'll also say Amber has been on the weather, too. So if we say something silly, if we say something that doesn't make sense, I'm going to totally uh, play the sick card <laughs> and blame this on the flu if I say something that's incorrect or incoherent. So hopefully we'll avoid both of those, but just a little caveat there. So, all right, um, let's let's dive in, guys. So, so I'll kind of uh, we'll we'll look at this from both perspectives, Amazon Amazon perspective, and then also the off Amazon perspective. Start with you, Bill. Um, what 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 are some of the key takeaways? How did this Cyber Five or Black Friday Cyber Monday um, compare to last year? And, and I want to give this caveat. Every year for the last several years has been weird, right? We had the we had the COVID year, then we had uh, supply chain issues last year. You know, all, all the goods were stuck, you know, sitting outside the port of of uh, Long Beach Port. This year we got inflation and all kinds of craziness. So it's like three not normal years stacked up back to back to back. Um, but what are you seeing from a comparison standpoint this year versus last? Yeah, you bet. And and I think if anything, you could make the case that this year should have been the year to normalize because the last couple of years were very quarantine heavy and uh, supply chain issues, like you mentioned. So uh, but so I think going into it, a lot of analysts were thinking, you know, this may not be as exciting as the years before. But the news is out this Black Friday, Cyber Monday uh, was better than last year from uh from a monetary standpoint and sales standpoint. So sales are up. I'm sure we've all seen the stats that Black Friday sales were up 9 billion uh, in the US, um, popular stat that's out there on the internet. Um, we are also seeing the same. We're up look to 9 billion though, right? Not up 9 billion, is that oh, right? Yeah, my bad, thank yeah, you for yeah. correcting me there. Uh, and we're seeing the same with our own data that uh, when you uh, assess all of our clients as a whole or a sample set of specific clients or even anecdotally talking to various specialists on our team, uh, everyone did very well. You know, there's there's uh, 
not everyone, that would be a blanket statement, but the majority of uh, businesses did very well this Black Friday compared to 2021. Yeah, um, we it was essentially across the board, very few exceptions where someone was down this year versus last year. We did have a few, a few that I saw that were down this year versus last year, but they were um, typically clients that um, were out of stock. So even though last year was like the big supply chain nightmare sometimes stuff happens this year too right where uh, there were a few clients where some key skews were out of stock and so that impacted uh, right and, this and year. i don't i don't think anyone who did not do better than last year was expecting to do better than last year right uh, you you have to work for it and i think retailers are savvy enough to understand that now you have to give an offer that's compelling to consumers and meet them where, where, where they're at because they're looking for a deal this time of year and I think that retailers understand that. And the ones that uh, provided an offer where there was perceived value, they won out. Yep. Yep. And um, uh, what's interesting, I've got the Salesforce numbers right in front of me. So I'm just going to mention these. Um, so according to Salesforce, Black Friday was a, a $15 billion day. So that was a record of 12% year over year. Cyber Monday was a $12.2 billion day, day up 8% year over year. And everybody's numbers are a little bit different, right? We, we looked at some numbers from uh, Adobe, which is a different data set, different, different clients they're pulling numbers from. And Cyber Monday was actually a little bit bigger than Black Friday, according to, uh, uh, to that. But um, regardless, record-breaking days, record-breaking holiday, uh, pretty substantial year-over-year -year growth, for sure. Um, Amber, what about on the Amazon side? What did you see this year compared to last year? Yeah, so I think the main thing that stood out was that there was a less notable lift between Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. So you obviously will see a lift on Black Friday, but we would see an extreme lift on Cyber Monday. That did not happen this year. It was more level and even keel. Um, also, looking year over year, to Bill's point, we were expecting to see more normalization. We're in a recession. And instead, we saw a pretty significant increase over the uh, daily average from the week prior, which was not something that we were expecting. Yeah. So like what, what kind of lift, you know, comparing those weeks, the week over week lift, what, what kind of lift were we seeing? Yeah. So taking a look at 2021, the daily average for that week prior, we saw about a 37 percent increase during the four days of um, Black Friday through Cyber Monday weekend. This year we saw an 87% lift. Wow. Interesting. And, and, you know, one thing, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, but uh, one, one theory there is that last year there weren't a ton of discounts, right? Yeah, because retailers had limited inventory. So they're like, Hey, this is all we got. We're not discounting it. Uh, also people understood, Hey, if you want to get this by Christmas or by the holidays, you got to order now. So people started shopping earlier and there were less discount sensitive, right? But this year, um, more inventory, less concern about getting it in time for the holidays. And so people kind of waiting, going back to the, the traditional MO, right? The, the traditional shopping approach of let's wait for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or at least the Turkey Five of Thanksgiving uh, through Cyber Monday and see what kind of deals we can find. And, and we definitely saw that, that huge year over year lift. So absolutely yeah and i would say a lot of the clients that we work with they've even adopted that shift um even ones that were vehemently opposed to running any sort of discount 
they are finally understanding that, you know, we need to have a, a meeting of the minds with the customer and they're willing right. to get that, that one-off promotion, which has been just awesome. Yeah. I mean, customers expect it, you know, they kind of frown upon a business that doesn't do any discount over mm -hmm. like Friday, Cyber Monday. It's kind of like, what, what's, what's wrong here? Um, so, so yeah, what, what did we see? Did we see a lot of people discounting for the first time uh, in terms of our client set for, for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? And, and, and any other insights on the the impact of, of promotions? Yeah, so I would say there was a definite increase in our clients who are running promos. We've always you know, encouraged it during this time of year because it is something that's expected. Um, overall, conversion rates, cost for advertising are, the performance is much lower than if you're running a promotion. So um, that was definitely something that we saw some of our clients that just did not have the margin or had very strong map policies that they weren't able to discount at all. Um, saw an increase in uh, CPC and um, ad performance not, not going as strongly as if they were running yeah. promotions. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah. And so I think, I think you got a stat on with promotions versus without promotions, right? What, what, what kind of a, an increase uh, did we see there? I believe we saw 170% increase with promos on Cyber Monday versus an 82% increase without promos on Cyber Monday. So basically you're taking your increase and cutting it in half if you didn't provide a, a discount of some kind. Uh, it is interesting though, you, you will probably see a lift even without a discount because people are just shopping and their wallets are out and they're ready to buy, but um, probably cut your growth potential in half without having those those discounts. Yeah, super, super interesting. Um, yeah. What about what about surprises uh, for the holidays so far or for the Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Bill, and we'll start with you on the, you know, I think you already mentioned a few things, but what were you surprised to see this year um, that, that uh, yeah, maybe you weren't expecting. Sure, so CPMs were much, much higher this year. Uh, when you look at CPMs, just in our client base, CPMs were up 50%. So going from say $10 in Dude. 2021 to $15 in 2022, we always expect CPMs and CPCs to rise a little bit, but that's quite a jump. Also on that note, and this is all just, this next part is just anecdotal. I don't have global numbers, but uh, Facebook CPMs were much higher. Uh, the spike was much higher than Google Ads CPM spike. So Facebook was super expensive this year during Cyber Week. Yeah, which we always expect that, right? So, so CPM is a supply and demand kind of game, right? So the platforms are gonna raise the cost of ads based on how many people are entering the auction, how many people are bidding, things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, I think the, the, those numbers you share were kind of across all Google channels, right? So those numbers may not line up for you as you're looking at your YouTube costs or Facebook costs or whatever it is, as you're kind of aggregating across all Google channels, that's where, that's where we see those numbers, but still about a 50% increase year over year. That's significant, right? So that means conversion rates got to go up significantly. That means AOV has got to go up significantly to be able to weather or absorb that increase in, in CPMs. And, and uh, what do we see on in terms of CPCs? How much should our cost per click go yeah. up? Yeah, so CPCs, and we're talking, you know, probably 100-ish clients. So this is pretty good data. 
Uh, CPCs went up 15% nice. year over year. Yeah, we're talking millions in spend. So this is not a small data set. Um, so, so okay, so CPCs went up 15%. That's a little more what we're used to, right? That That's not unusual for a holiday lift to be in that, about that 15 to 20, 25%. But the CPM lift, that, that was super interesting for, for sure. Um, great. Other other surprises, Bill? Yeah. When I asked the the team for which channels were performing best, of course, you know, branded ads, uh, Performance Max, uh, that's not a huge surprise. Performance Max was uh, definitely part of the conversation for which channels perform best. One, one channel that I personally really like and that a lot of people were seeing very efficient and positive results from was Discovery. So discovery ads, both top of funnel and remarketing were performing on par or better than par during cyber week. Can you explain uh, discover? Yeah, you uh, bet. Where, where those ads show up? Yeah, so discovery ads on an Android phone, when you swipe to go search Google, it's below your Google uh, search page. And it's, it's basically a feed, right? So Facebook is a feed style format. So this is Google's feed style format where it recommends different articles, you know, news articles, and there's some ads mixed in there and things that you're interested in. So for me, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and, you know, maybe something about like Tesla or something like that. And then intermixed in that is, is ad space. So the ads are also things that I'm that Google perceives that I'm interested in because of how the targeting works and that sort of thing. So, and discovery ads are a very media rich format. So you get to do a very big image, you get to do uh, some rich copy and click through to a nice landing page. So uh, we've seen a, a lot of good results from discovery, but a lot of specialists were leaning into that during cyber week. Yeah, and then some other placements that also can show up in the, in the YouTube app right as an image you can show up in gmail you can show up across the google display network uh, really just a, a great versatile useful ad unit so discovery ads coming up big this year that's awesome um what, what about you amber what were some of the surprises we saw on the amazon side this year yeah so one of the biggest surprises we saw this year was reporting going down in the campaign manager on Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. So Saturday and Sunday, having a lot of struggles with sales coming through and spend coming through. It was really difficult to gauge what performance actually was. Obviously, you're running out of budget, so you want to increase. But um, you know, our team was very conservative and cautious with that, knowing that there was a reporting error in the system. But I know that was a huge pain point for sellers this year, and a lot of them just a abysmal results on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, which is just terrible, right? It's like, hey, this is the this is only the busiest weekend of the year. <laughs> Let's have you fly blind for a little while. Does that does that sound good? Does that sound helpful? Um, and so, yeah, what what do you increase? What do you change when you don't really have accurate numbers? So that was a curveball for sure. Uh, what, what other surprises did we see? Uh, another big one that popped up this year was this was the first year that Amazon kicked off their event on Thanksgiving. So they had promotions running all during Thanksgiving, um, a lot of deals that day, prime exclusive discounts started that day. And their language in their coupon setup actually said it would start on Black Friday. Um, our team caught that and checked out the date, saw that it started on 1123. 
and were able to proactively adjust everything, make sure there was no coupon stacking or anything like that. But from the consumer standpoint, something that I noticed was there were thousands of sellers with just 70, 80% off discounts where they had coupons, they had lightning deals running, they had prime exclusive discounts. Um, so definitely a curveball that came up this year. Super interesting. Bill, any, any other, I may, I realize I may cut you off short, short. Any, any other surprises this year versus last year? And no. or what were some of the other, what were some of the big takeaways? I know you did something really cool. You interviewed all of our top Google ad specialists. Yeah. So they're the ones in the accounts managing, you know, all the details. And hey, we get we get super excited, right? We, we, we treat this weekend like it's a Super Bowl. It's our Super Bowl in, in, uh, for e-commerce agencies. It's just a lot of fun, right? We're all online. We're all chatting throughout the weekend, uh, keeping tabs on things. But what, what was some of the feedback that our specialists gave, some of their, some of their key takeaways? Yeah, you bet. So... One of the questions that I asked our lead specialist this year was, uh, what's what's a tool or a feature or something that everyone should adopt? And some of the most popular answers included rules for adjusting budgets and scheduling ads, search ad extensions, uh, using a combination of countdown extensions, uh, countdown for sale launch, and countdown uh, for last chance to get a deal using site link extensions, of course, using promo extensions. They also recommend using tools to watch your numbers during the day. So for us internally here, we get a, a tool from Google that allows us to monitor every hour how spend is doing compared to budgets and so forth. But if you don't have that, then using something like Triple Whale or North Beam, like say if you have the North Beam hourly updates, then you can watch your spend uh as it as it goes throughout the day and make sure that your budgets are lifted so that way you're capturing all of your branded traffic and all of your profitable traffic um you can also watch your sales of course through that and uh and just mapping out all of your creative schedules your promo schedules because some retailers might have varying promos throughout the days or weeks and so mapping that out making sure you're ready um Another thing I should have said this was one surprise, the the Black Friday Cyber Monday specific text in ads, it had a little more trouble this year serving right out of the gates. Interesting. Yeah, and so what we learned, and we learned this with early promotions. So our our clients who had promotions in early November allowed us to kind of see what was going on if we were to stop evergreen ads cold and launch say black friday or some sort of promo ad cold it, it had a lot of trouble building that momentum so what we learned early in november was to overlap those ads and to run evergreen for say half a day a few hours a day whatever um, as your black friday or cyber monday ad ads are ramping up and you're not losing out on that messaging because with your evergreen ads, you can still put site links and promo extensions under those evergreen ads. So users are still getting that promo messaging with an evergreen ad. It's just through a site link. Yeah, I love that. I love all those um, tips and, and tools to use there. And I think that's really what it comes down to, right, is one, planning, really mapping it out and planning. And then two, using as many tools as you can, or not as many, you don't want to overload, but like the right tools to really make sure, is this working? 
can we make adjustments? Do we need to make adjustments now? Having the right tools in place to really maximize uh, the weekend because, and I, and I love the hourly reports because, you know, one hour over the Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend is the same thing as a whole day uh, other times of the year, right? Or, or, or half a day or something like that. And so um, really good, really good tips, Phil, really good insights. I appreciate that. Um, let's, let's switch back to Amazon. Let's talk about uh, prime early access. So we had our, our first ever prime early access deal in October. A lot of people wondered, Hey, is that going to pull forward a bunch of holiday shopping? You know, how is this going to go? How is this going to impact black Friday, Cyber Monday? And uh, a bit of a spoiler, you already saw that black Friday, Cyber Monday has been great. So, um, primarily access did not torpedo black Friday, Cyber Monday, but can, can you tell Amber, did it have any meaningful shift? In holiday shopping, what what's your take on how primarily access impacted the, the holidays? So I don't know if I can definitively say that the primarily access sale is the key contributor to the change in shopping behavior where we saw that increased lift, but I do think it played a role. I also think it set up a lot of our clients for better success with organic traffic. They got that initial boost of sales and then maintain that ranking, maintained uh, bestseller badges leading into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which was amazing. I can also say, and I'm literally going to knock on wood here, this was the smoothest year we have ever seen in terms of operational performance, listing suspensions, takedowns. Normally, I am pulling my hair out on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, trying to get listings reinstated um, because Amazon's team is looking at things so closely. And it just seems like that kind of happened during um, the prime early access sale where they were taking a closer look at the catalog and pulling those listings at that point. So we were able to combat that early and things were just really, really smooth sailing from that perspective. Yeah, that, that is amazing. And it kind of feels like merchants should catch a break right after three years of <laughs> pure madness everywhere. It makes sense. Maybe, maybe we get a little bit of slack, you know, this uh, this holiday season. So uh, yeah, super, super interesting. Bill, did you guys notice anything on the Google side, on the D2C side? Did we notice anything prime access, primarily access related? Did we notice anything around that time period? Any any trickle down from that or, or any other impacts that you notice? And it's okay if not. You know, uh, based on memory, I think we did get a little bit of a like an organic or natural lift during primarily yep. access. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, I came prepared for if you were to ask if primarily access pulled sales forward this year and uh, uh, created a lackluster Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and I'd have to say no. Right. Uh, the data right. speaks for itself. It didn't. So totally. Yeah. And I think that's been. The trend has been, or like what merchants want to have happen is, hey, let's get let's get shopping to start earlier and earlier. Let's start in November or whatever. Uh, helps the merchants have a more predictable holiday season. But it just kind of appears like unless there's this massive global supply chain issue where everyone's talking about, hey, you better order early or else, then people are probably going to stick around and just wait for the biggest discounts, which they know are going to be Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So, so yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. Uh, that same sentiment, Bill. Um, I know, Bill, you already answered the advertising cost question, and it definitely went up this year on the on the Google side. What about on uh, for Amazon, Amber? How much did ad costs go up this year? 
sorry, I was muted. Um, so the performance this year on advertising costs was pretty similar to 2021. Uh, overall, we saw an improved ROAS on Black Friday. It kind of stabilized during Saturday, Sunday, and then the best return was on Cyber Monday. So nothing crazy there. Um, CPC was relatively stable, but as I mentioned earlier, that was a little bit higher on products that weren't running any sort of promo. Okay. So the, the ad costs went up more if they were not running a promo. Exactly. Interesting. And why, why do you think that is? I think you just have to get so competitive and the conversion rate drops so significantly if you're not running a promo at that time that you, you know, just burn through spend. Yeah. And, and does, does Amazon reward for higher click through rate like Google does? So like having a, a discount or a promo, does that impact your ad costs at all on the Amazon side? It'll impact ad placement. It'll impact it. um, organic it. ranking, all that good stuff. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, I know, Bill, you already touched on this a little bit, but guys, any uh, what takeaways, right? So it's been a super interesting holiday shopping season so far. We'll see how it closes out. But any takeaways, any pieces of advice for you, Bill, just that you haven't already mentioned, um, but but any takeaways that we can uh, share with our listeners? Yeah, you bet. So I actually asked our, all of our specialist team this question. What was the one specific thing that all e-commerce brands should do to increase success during Black Friday, Cyber Monday? I got a variety of answers. Um, things like uh, aim for brand lift, use search ad extensions, make the sale simple. One of my favorite answers was one of our uh, lead strategists or senior strategist, Greg Maycock. He said, put out your best offer of the year. And that doesn't necessarily yep. mean your biggest discount of the year, but your most compelling offer and your most valuable offer. And I think that's good advice. That's what people expect. I think people, I think shoppers are more savvy than ever. We can sniff out if it's not a real offer. Um, if you've just been kind of manipulating the numbers to make it feel like a big offer, like we, we're pretty good at sniffing that out as consumers. So that's awesome. Really good stuff, Bill. Uh, what about what about you, Amber? Takeaways, tips for next year and beyond. Yeah, and I think this even applies to Prime Day. Um, this year, we just saw such great success with DSP. Uh, so it does obviously take a specific type of account and client and goals, but if you're kind of at a ceiling and you want to kind of push there and maximize your retargeting efforts, we saw an average 12x return on Black Friday wow. across DSP clients. So if you're not running DSP for Prime Day, like get on it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys, very good. Any closing? <laughs> Dang it. Uh, let me try that again. Any any closing thoughts or final words of wisdom? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, one in terms of methodology and uh, getting the most out of Cyber Week when it comes to the weeks leading into Cyber Week. So we're talking about going all the way back to, say, the beginning of October. What we found uh, we have, have a client that saw a lot of success with Performance Max and just in their account in general. And what that team did was they started preparing in early October and ramping up momentum on Performance Max. And 
I, I haven't spoken enough about performance max. I think that's a, a something that I, I need to cover a little better here before we go. With performance max this year, we found that um, a higher spend on or a higher budget uh, limit on performance max allowed performance max placements to be higher quality. It allowed the, the campaign to go out there and find higher quality placements along all of Google properties and so forth. And so we also found a way to eliminate some of the lower quality placements early on. And so ramping up that budget going into Cyber Week um, allowed us to get good momentum. It brought in some really rich top of funnel cold traffic. And then we uh, flipped that upside down and we prioritized remarketing during cyber week so we deprioritize top of funnel we don't turn it off but we deprioritize it and we prioritize remarketing because those lists are primed and they're ready to go and we saw very good results where we followed that methodology yeah i love it i'm so glad you pointed out performance max because it is rocking for us right now and and we're talking about millions in spend i think over the last couple months we spent about five million on performance max alone and so we're seeing good results with with amount of data um, so if it's not working for you, you should reach out to OMG. We'd love to chat with you. Um, and also a quick plug, I, I completed a Performance Max Blueprint with Smart Marketer, Ezra and the gang over there. So we'll link to that in the show notes. Check that out if you want more training on Performance Max. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Bill. Amber, any closing words of wisdom? Yeah. I mean, I feel like every time I've been on one of your podcasts, Brett, I've said it, but double check your promos. Like I said, I saw a lot of coupon stacking this year, which was insane. And then um, Amazon has been making a ton of changes to their UI, to their interface, adding new dashboards, betas. Be cautious going into to peaks with bid automation and budgets. Um, yes. That's not something we wanted to roll out right before Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And yeah. we didn't with the reporting going down. Um, so just always be super cautious within your account. I love it. Bill, Amber, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for coming on. Super fun. Thank right. you. Awesome. And hey, if you're listening and you're like, dang, I wish I had someone like Bill run my Google Ads account or holy cow, if I just had someone like Amber running my Amazon efforts, how much more would my business grow? Well, good news dear listener. Uh, you can reach out to OMG Commerce. So shameless plug, uh, we are accepting new clients right now. And um, Bill and Amber are two of the best, but we've got a team loaded with really smart people. And we'll love to help you on the Google, the Google side, email side, Amazon side, wherever you need help there. Uh, and with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on 
resources, and guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.